The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to A Gut Feeling, where we discuss the brain-gut connection and how to break free from bloating and chronic inflammation of the gut. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, former anxious IBS struggler turned holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Thank you so much for joining me on your healing journey. Hey guys, welcome back to A Gut Feeling. We are continuing in our series of five steps to reduce bloat. Today, we're on step number three, which is all about food combining. You guys have heard me talk about this so many times, but it's not always about what you eat, but how you eat it. And our body, the way we digest, how it's designed, simply cannot keep up with how our modern lifestyle has transformed, if you will. So today I'm going to give you some tips on food combining and and explain the digestive process so you can understand how to put this into your lifestyle now and make changes on your digestion without even changing what you're eating specifically, just moving it into how you're eating so that you can stop being bloated now because we're all sick of this. We don't want to be bloated anymore, right? So before I dig in, um, you know that this is moving in succession. There are other parts to the series. There's step one and step two t- tips to reduce bloat. And if you haven't listened to them yet, I would highly recommend that you listen to them first. The reason why is because I set this series up, series up specifically so that you could learn about the digestive system in order of what needs to happen to reduce bloat. Now, if you jump ahead and use one of these tips to reduce bloat, will it work? Most likely, yes. However, if you're skipping the other steps, you're skipping what is needed specifically for your body to digest food. And we need to get your body digesting food because that is the number one cause of bloat is undigested food. And we're gonna dig into that more today. But go back to the five steps to reduce bloat, which is the first part of the series, and listen to that if you haven't. And then step two about boosting Agni. And today we're talking about food combining so you can have a plan and not just feel like you're jumping around and grasping at a bunch of things. 
this goes into the message. Actually, this morning I went live on Instagram and it goes into the message of talking about being in alignment of your healing journey. So raise your hand. How many of you have ever read like a self-help book or a diet book or some type of new protocol for paleo or whatever it is? You open the book, you start to read it, but then you find yourself jumping ahead, sneaking ahead to see what this diet will even be. Or maybe even just saying, forget all the copy in the beginning of the book. I'm going to go right to the diet and buy the groceries and get going. What you do when you do that is stay in diet culture and away from the flow of understanding how to nourish your body. The reason why these people write these books or I do this podcast or anyone shows up with this information is about the education. When you're skipping over learning about your body or why these things go into play, you're never going to really truly step into alignment with your body. You're just going to do diets and they work or they don't work and then you move on to the next thing. So I really encourage you to go back and listen because that goes in alignment with this. But I also encourage you to really think about that. Are you in alignment with your healing journey? Is what you're doing on a daily basis serving your higher good for alignment? Or do you feel like you're in force instead of flow? Do you feel like you're sort of struggling a lot or there's a lot of dark days or you're in resistance where you can't just let go and surrender to trust the process and be in alignment? Now, I shared a little bit more about this on Instagram uh, today. You can go to my IGTV and my IGTV, I share a lot of videos about this, being in alignment, getting out of your own way. Of course, I talk about it a lot on my podcast, but it's also really fun to see short little snippets on my IGTV. So if you haven't yet, go ahead and connect with me on Instagram at Jacqueline, or at Jacqueline Renee Wellness on Instagram and check out those IGTVs. If you find any of them valuable, you can share them and don't forget to tag me, of course. All right, so stepping into alignment is now for us to step into food combining. Reducing bloat is all about how we digest food. It's all about how the food gets broken down. So what is that actual process? And yes, I have shared it before, but you know, consistency is key, so I'm going to talk about it and share it again. When we come in contact with food, basically food is in front of us, the first sensory is our sense of smell. The sense of smell gets ignited and that releases the salivary glands to release digestive enzymes to start breaking down food once we start chewing, okay? So you have to chew to get the saliva to break down the food. We break down the food and then it goes into our esophagus. It goes down the esophagus, down the tube, it should be digested and then slides into the stomach. The stomach is like the mixing bowl for where all digestion happens. And in there is um, secreted stomach acid that helps to break down the food as well. From there, we have the destiny's child of digestion. If you haven't heard me explain the destiny's child of digestion before, please go back to some of my first podcasts. It really explains it in depth. But you have your liver, your pancreas, and your gallbladder, the destiny's child of digestion, that are secreting their digestive enzymes to break down fats, proteins, toxins, carbohydrates, sugars, all of that stuff to keep the flow of the digestion going, okay? So once all of that magic happens, and then the food is then moved into bile and then pushed into the intestines, that whole process takes four hours. 
okay? Four full hours. So if you're someone who's constantly eating every hour or snacking a lot, you're not allowing the digestive process to be happening thoroughly and food can stack up making you bloated. Okay. So I talk a lot about that in many of my podcasts where you do want to focus on mealtime and not constantly snacking because the constant snacking is, can keep you in a state of bloat. Now, how does it rate, relate to food combining today? So this timing is very specific, but it also works in relation to the alkaline and the acidity of your digestion, okay? So some foods are broken down in an alkaline environment, and some foods are broken down using acidic environment. Things like grains, vegetables, those kind of things, they're alkaline foods, so they require an alkaline environment to be digested. And then foods like meats or heavier foods, they require an acidic environment to be digested. So they need acidic. Now, let's back up for a second and say that you have a very normal pH. Let's say you don't have digestive issues, although I'm not sure why you're listening to this podcast if, if you don't have digestive issues, because this is about digestive issues. But if you don't have digestive issues, then you are probably somebody who doesn't have a problem eating certain combinations of foods or snacking or anything, it doesn't disrupt your digestion. The reason why I'm saying this is because everybody's body is different. Everyone's digestion is different. So inside of these five steps, if you're following them in succession, some may not apply to you. You may say, well, this one doesn't really relate to me. It doesn't cause me a problem and that's okay. And some may say, oh, this one is exactly what I need to do to get out of my bloat or out of my digestive distress. And the reason why there's five tips or 10 tips when anybody's putting stuff out there is because not everything relates to every person. So they like to give you an array of ideas that will help you put it into play for you. So this may be one that you put into play for you, but not others and vice versa. The reason why I'm even saying that is because I want you to understand that not everything is going to be the answer for you. This goes back to what I was saying this morning about stepping into your alignment. Just because something worked for somebody else doesn't mean it's going to work for you or vice versa. So we test and we try things out and we see if they work. Everything is temporary. And if it doesn't, we move on to the next thing. And if it does, hooray, awesome, great for you. You found something that works for you. Okay. So if you are a person who experiences bloat on a daily basis, try this out to see if it works for you, all right? So food combining is basically a theory that certain foods do not digest at the same time of other foods. So specifically how I was explaining before that things like grains and vegetables and fruits are alkaline foods and they require an alkaline environment to be digested versus meats that are acidic and require an acidic environment to be digested. Now, imagine if you're already experiencing bloat and you combine these foods together when you're eating and your digestion starts to become in, at war with itself of saying, oh, I'm, I'm gonna be alkaline, no, I'm gonna be acidic. And it, and it sort of battles it out for what type of environment that food needs. And what happens is it can cause a combustion of not 
fully digesting your food. So there's an incredible concept, food combining, where you'd never eat grains or alkalizing foods, specific alkalizing foods at the same time as you do animal protein. So how does that come into play? The way that I like to teach my clients is very simple because I like everything to be super simple. From a child, my mom has been saying, keep it simple, stupid. So here we are keeping it very simple and not overcomplicating it because we love to overcomplicate things, but we want to keep it very simple. At the end of the day, keep grains on one side in one meal and then keep meat on the other side in another meal. So either your meal is vegan or paleo. Super simple. It doesn't mean you have to be a vegan or you have to be paleo or you have to be anything because we don't have to be anything. It's just when you go to assemble food and you're eating it for nourishment, if you stick your meals into two categories like that, one paleo and one vegan, it becomes extremely easier for your body to digest this food. So if I have chicken and rice every day for lunch and I'm complaining about bloat, potentially these two combinations of something acidic and alkaline at the same time is causing combustion in my digestion. Now I could say, all right, so for lunch, I'm going to have rice and vegetables and hummus. And then for dinner, I'm going to have chicken and vegetables. Now I have taken those two variables away from each other, grain and protein, and my body has the opportunity to digest more. Now I've coached over hundreds of women and I'd say at least 80% of them see a change in their bloating and their digestion just by eliminating this element, by separating grains from animal proteins. So everything in life is temporary, but it's worth trying, right? Because I'm not actually even changing the food you eat. I'm just changing where it is and how you're consuming it. So try it, give it a go separating vegan and paleo and seeing if that works for you. Now, it's definitely worth me mentioning that when women come to see me, they are concerned about healing their gut, but they're also concerned about weight loss. So when we talk about doing vegan versus paleo, I often advise them if they are in fact interested in losing weight, then it's better to keep complex carbohydrates more towards the beginning of the day because they help increase energy. And we don't really need energy at the end of the day. So when my clients are food combining, they found that it's best to do more of a vegan type breakfast, a vegan type lunch, and then a paleo type dinner. So they're moving away from carbs as the day goes on and into protein and fat. So it revs their metabolism, keeps their energy high, keeps their brain production high. And then we enjoy healthy fats at each meal. It's very important for women to continue to eat healthy fats at each meal for brain production. It's good for hormones. It's good for mood balance because don't we all need mood balance in our lives? Yes, we do. So that is just a suggestion of a way that you could go about your day to prioritize energy, to prioritize fat burning, and also to prioritize your digestion. So give it a go. And I'd love to hear from you guys on whether these concepts work or not for you. So always please feel free to give me feedback. You can leave reviews for my podcast on Spotify and iTunes. You can send, you can shoot a message below if you're watching it on YouTube. 
leave it in the comments. I'd love to hear more about your experience with it or if you have any questions. Of course, I'm always available for you. If you need additional support, support please email me, Jacqueline at JacquelineReneeWellness.com or book a discovery call and we can connect face-to-face -to, -face to see what plan or program may work for you, okay? So that's basically step one of food combining. Now we need to look at some other elements of food combining that disrupt digestion. The second part of it is water, how you drink your water, okay? I was having a conversation with a friend last night who said when she grew up, her dad was very adamant about not drinking water when she ate dinner. And she was like, I never understood why that was such a big deal. Well, when we drink water at the same time we're digestion, digesting, it can dilute our digestive enzymes. It can dilute the digestive process. So we want to keep that process moving. In that case, it's best to have water away from meals. So drinking your water prior to eating or drinking your water after eating is much better than drinking water during your meals. To elaborate on that a little bit more, it's even more beneficial to make sure you're drinking water room temp or warm because ice is cold and damp. And if you listened to the last podcast, step two, boosting Agni, you'll know that we talked about cold is very dampening for your digestive fire and we don't wanna put that fire out. So getting rid of ice and keeping water room temp or warm or hot like tea is better and then keeping it away from meals is even more beneficial. So that's how we consume water when we're food combining, right? The third element of food combining is how we consume fruit. Remember again that this is not true for everybody. And I keep repeating that today because recently I've had a lot of people say, you talk as if this all needs to happen and I don't know where to start. And I took that to heart because I truly believe that all of this information, of course, is just tips and research I've picked up on my healing journey and, of course, what works for my clients. So it's very important for me to continue to repeat that these tips are all helpful for anyone who have bloat. However, not all of them work for everybody. So take what you need, test it out for you, and see what works for you, okay? So the third element here in food combining is addressing fruit. Fruit in itself is very high in fiber and has a lot of nutrients, but it does have a fructose base. It is sugar-based. When we consume fruit or sugar at the same time that we're consuming food that is more savory, like grains or meat or anything like that, it can become hard for our digestion to process both things. Again, just like the animal grains and the protein, and the, uh, sorry, the grains and the animal protein. So it's very important to keep fruit alone. This is a big concept in Ayurveda where they always recommend eating fruit alone. So in the morning on an empty stomach or in the afternoon for a snack in between meals, not close to meals, or even after dinner, an hour or two after dinner, just away from meals and away from the digestion of your actual meal. This in turn will help you absorb the nutrients from the food you're eating more and from the fruit you decide to eat and allow the digestive process to actually finish, okay? So when we're looking at the food combining process, if you look it up, if you Google it right now, you're gonna see a whole complicated way to food combine. 
I like to make things super simple. I'm breaking it down for you. The three things that you need to do to try to see if it works for you for reducing bloat is animal, animal protein and grains, we keep them separate. So not putting them together in one meal. Two, we keep water away from meals, in between meals and room temp or warm, never cold with ice. And the third element is fruit should be eaten alone, never with meals or right after a meal or right before a meal. We need time for our body to digest and break down the nutrients, okay? So as you're starting to integrate some of these steps for reducing bloat, I want you to really start to connect with your body. My, my best recommendation is to take out a journal and to journal everything. Go back to step one, uh, five steps to reduce bloat is the name of the episode listen through, journal down what comes up for you and start to integrate that step. Then move to step two, journal, journal it out. What are you missing? What do you need to work on? How does it relate to my body? And then come to step three so that you are doing this in succession and you have a grasp on what works for your body and what doesn't work for your body. Now, I've always found personally for myself that this concept, this basic concept of food combining works really well for me. And it helps me always digest my food, no matter where I'm eating or what I'm eating, even if it's not the healthiest of meal because I'm out at a party or something. If I stick to this food combining um, sort of regimen, then I don't experience issues coming home from that event. Sometimes it's just about what's been combined at that event, not so much that something wasn't as healthy for you or not exactly what you're used to eating, okay? So again, I'd love to hear from you, love to see how these concepts are working for you or not working for you and if they are helping you in your life. Now, speaking of food combining, steps to reduce bloat and stepping into your alignment with your healing journey, we are entering in this amazing phase where I am releasing the four-week digestion masterclass. Okay, I call it the masterclass because it has every tip and tool for your digestive toolbox inside of this program. Now, the cool thing about this program is it's totally done on your time. The link is right here if you're watching the YouTube. This is the link to sign up for this program, okay, this masterclass. Once you sign up, you have access to this masterclass forever. There's a group chat where you can ask questions at any time and connect with anybody inside of the group for community and support. All of the uh, PDFs and handouts are downloadable and printable, so you can create a binder and you can have all of these tools forever. One of the most important things to me with in regards to my clients is working on their toolbox with them, is getting them to understand that these tools they're creating are for long-term success, not a short-term diet, like a 28-day detox or anything. This is like a full lifestyle change to figure out what works for you and what doesn't. So this program is sort of self-discovery around digestion. Every week you'll get a module with a quick short video and a lesson, a written out lesson, and then you will get a meal plan and recipes for both paleo and vegan. So you can food combine your food, have a ton of recipes for you. And each week you'll get new recipes, which is awesome. So you can continue to try and integrate new stuff into your life, see what you like and see what you don't like. And obviously access to that group chat support is really helpful too for asking questions when it comes to meals. 
Okay. In addition, you get 20% off of uh, all supplements in my dispensary and you get discounts off of uh, future services with me. So there's prompts in the middle where you can see like, what is it that I need in my journey now? Do I need more additional one-on-one support? Do I need supplements? And just kind of test out what you need along the way. So it's like I'm there because I'm I'm giving you prompts and, and allowing you to come to your healing journey on your own, even though I'm not there in spirit because I am not doing the one-on-one or the group sessions, but you'll be able to go through this as many times as you need to. You'll be able to reference it as many times as you need to. So who is the digestion masterclass for? The digestion masterclass is for anybody that is just beginning to integrate a lot of these new sort of policies around digestive practices. The person, the woman or man who is just now learning how to slow down, how to chew their food, how to change their digestion. Even if you have tried every diet in the book, paleo, keto, low FODMAP, you've been dealing with SIBO or IBS for years, and you're still not connecting with these Um, you know, rituals around digestive practices, or you're someone who rushes or stresses, or you're super anxious all the time, very distracted eater. Or if you are someone who just doesn't feel like you are in tune with your body and can't seem to figure out how to get rid of these digestive issues, this program is absolutely 100% for you. Okay. So just for listening to this lovely podcast or watching it on YouTube, I have a really great, um, offer for you. Okay. The program is only 129, which is the least expensive uh, offering I've ever had. Okay. Now for listening to this podcast, you get $30 off, which makes the program only $99. That's basically under $25 a week for all of this information on how to completely shift your digestion and mindset around your healing journey, creating a healthy relationship with food and your body and understanding how it works so that you can change your digestion, okay? Now the code for this discount is subscriber, all right? So use the code subscriber at checkout. You have the link below for the four-week digestion masterclass. If you're missing the link or can't find it, just head to my uh, website, JacquelineReneeWellness.com. It's under work with me. You can go right to the four-week digestion masterclass or you can head to my Instagram at Jacqueline Renee Wellness, where you can go to the link in my bio and the four-week digestion masterclass is right at the top, okay? I created this program and have been tweaking this program over the last two years, and it's consistently one of the best programs that people love because the information is clear, it's simple, it has a way for you to integrate this into your life without being overwhelmed, and there's tons of support. So. I hope it finds its way to you and into your inbox so that you too can have the support you need to transition, okay? Now stay tuned next week for step four. Again, go back and listen if you haven't already talked through. I know you'll find a lot of value in a lot of these podcasts for digestion and gut health. And if you haven't already and you do love listening to my podcast, don't forget to click subscribe and leave a review. I will be forever grateful and love y'all so much. Thank you so much again for listening, and I hope you have an excellent day. Happy healing. 
I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.